Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ooh. Last night being Thursday meant that we uh, were able to view the first interview with Alec Baldwin Mm -hmm. after the accidental uh, shooting on the set of his movie Rust. George Stephanopoulos uh, interviewed him. And, you know, we both got the opportunity to watch it. And I bet we both have some initial thoughts. Oh, I'm sure we do. Do you have some uh, takeaways? Well, okay, so the first thing I'm just going to, I'll just start here. He began the entire interview saying one thing that I felt was really important. He essentially said, I'm not here to center myself in this story. It's important to remember that a a person lost their life and another person was injured. Yeah. And I thought, okay, we are off to a good start. Yeah, that's a good sign. I mean, that's the right thing to say. Right. And then I thought, let's see what's going to happen now. And I will say for the most part, he really did um, continue to be focused on the tragedy of the life lost um, while he talked about his experience of what happened on that fateful day on the set of the movie Rust. What were your thoughts, Brad? So the the way I approach an interview like this, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and, and the way that I would pr- approach any interview like this is to, to first put it into context. So you have Alec Baldwin, who is an actor, giving an interview before any police investigation results or information has been given in terms of what actually happened on the set that led to the death of uh, a woman and uh, another person injured and like an entire cast traumatized. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have, so Alec Baldwin as a, an actor giving a sit down in depth, quote unquote interview with a major news outlet before anything's really been given to us in the way of actual facts Mm -hmm. seems a very calculated thing Mm -hmm. and so then i said well and it might not be a bad thing but to me i look at that as saying that's a calculated thing okay so that's in context so then what did he actually say or what actually happened it also puts my spidey senses up or puts me a little bit on edge to sort of remember here we have an actor who uh, makes a living convincing people of a portrayal of a character right. when he's acting, when he's actually doing his job. So like, I'm just putting all those things into context and those are all the filters that are up for me. So from at the, or I should say at the outset, I approach this as this is a potentially career saving performance. Alec Baldwin is about to give. That's what I honestly think this is because mm-hmm. there is no need for him to give this interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, as a public or the people involved connect directly to what happened, they don't need Alec Baldwin to have an interview. This is all Alec Baldwin's choice. I also understand sort of like the 
motives that ABC would have for airing an interview like this. It's called ratings. Understand. Um, So this interview doesn't need to happen. So then why are we doing it? Well, I think it's because Alec Baldwin wants to try to save his career. Okay, so Alec Baldwin, actor, trying to save his career. I don't want to say he was acting, but his performance in that interview, important to saving his career. Did he do that? I don't know. Did he give a good performance? Yes. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is he answered some emotional questions, some pointed direct questions. But then you have to take all of that stuff aside. Like here's an actor who can be emotional, who can cry, who can make us feel things. Because if you were just sort of watching without a lot of context or thought, mm-hmm. you'd think, wow, this dude is really broken up about this. And, right. and, you know, as a human being, I would be broken up about it, too. You can connect on all those things. So in that way, he did a, a good job last night. But then I looked at what is he actually saying in this interview? And it's very clear to me that he said two things. One of them is, I am not the victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, centered yep. himself uh, or did not center himself. But then he also says that he's not responsible. Right. So to me, the biggest question most people showed up to hear last night is how, if not why, how did you end up holding a gun that killed another person? Right. How right? did this happen? And what he seems to do is deftly walk a line between I'm not a victim. I, you know, am an important person who, well, he doesn't even say these things outright because I kept listening for him to say, I I am, a, you know, a leader. I am responsible. I am a part of mm-hmm. the thing that. He tells us all Mm -hmm. about what it's like on a movie set. He tells us all about the things that go on behind the movie set. But he never says, I, as the head of this production, am responsible. Even if you're not intentionally pulling a trigger to end someone's life irresponsibly. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I didn't know there was anything in it, but you still pull the trigger. He never says he did that. Well, nobody's questioning that because, again, we don't have the police you know, account of what actually happened. Yeah. Right. And he does, and he does make note of that, that there is an actual investigation going on about what actually happened. So he tells us how everything looked and what actually happened. Mm -hmm. He's holding a gun. He's uh, pulling this thing, but it's not the trigger. He would never do the thing because that's how he's been trained. So like he, he jumps through all the hoops to not make himself legally responsible because again, this is a performance and he can't get in the way of an actual investigation. So he's, and he's not been prepared for this, like so like every other prepared. acting role right. that he's had in his life. Right. So he's not the victim. She's the victim. She has a family. Mm-hmm. He met with the father. I could go on, but essentially he's not the victim. But then who's responsible? And he does not say he is responsible. Now, if he's not responsible in an ethical sense or in a philosophical sense or in a like non-legal sense who is responsible now there could be somebody who like nefariously put a gun or a a bullet somewhere Mm -hmm. but like if you're making a performance Mm -hmm. i just don't understand why you would show up and just not 
take ownership. I'm not saying he should. I'm right. saying I think that's what everybody wanted is for him to take some sort of ownership of what happened. Like, even if I didn't intentionally shoot someone, because I think we can all sort of relate to that. Like, mm-hmm. you can understand that there is a world in which this went down as an accident. It was not intentional. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that seems plausible. And nobody would hold Alec Baldwin accountable. Now, legally, financially, all that stuff, that may be a different story. But like from an audience perspective, determining from the court of public opinion, if we are going to hold Alec Baldwin accountable, I think most people could walk away and say, well, I wouldn't hold him directly. Nobody thinks he killed her intentionally. Right. Well, Right? right. I think there are people who think that. But, well, they're yeah. They have yes. a political motive, and yes. they no matter if Alec Baldwin showed up and pulled his pants down and then left, yeah. they would say he's guilty, right? Like I right. get, you're absolutely right. There, there are people, are people who do, but for, but most people who are following the story closely, who are of sound mind, yeah. don't believe that he is guilty. So I think to the broad audience, people probably who aren't thinking about this very much are probably like, oh, that's got to be hard. Anybody who's thinking, though, goes, well, he's trying to make a, you know, he's trying to save his career and not step in legal jeopardy. Right. And for that, I guess you could say he did it. But I would just say I'm not quite sure why we did any of this. I think, you know, actually, that is like the biggest takeaway for me is I, I, I walked away from it feeling like, huh? Because he basically, like, to your point, said he didn't do it, but he also didn't say I'm responsible and he didn't say, but this is the person who is. In fact, he almost bent over backwards to say, I don't know who really actually is. So then it was just a big bunch of questions that were logistical that got answered, but didn't get us any closer to understanding better what happened. There's a lot of, and again, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking about Alec Baldwin's interview last night on ABC. And if you sort of paid attention to all the different little conversations and side streets that they went down, like, you know, about the production, about his support of the crew and about like the things that were going on behind the scenes, it was clear to me that um, there was some issues on set that were not being addressed. There were some accidental discharges right. that took place. There were some feelings behind the scenes. If you are, I'm not saying he's the only person in charge of that production, but if you are a person in charge, and by all accounts, he seemed like the lead person in charge, Mm -hmm. meaning he was forking over his own salary to put people up in hotel rooms or, you know, what have you. Like, he was a part of this project in a way that no one, if not one or two other people were. So at that level... In my mind, when you're in charge, right. if something happens on your watch, you take responsibility for that. Right. It's not legal responsibility, right. but just from like a leadership standpoint. Yeah. But he tries to like not have to do that and gives you all these plausible reasons why you shouldn't hold him right. accountable. Right. Oh, sorry. What was that? That was a, an alarm I set for myself for okay. something Okay, I was else. like, I'm not sure where that's coming from. Anyway... <laughs> Alec Baldwin is calling and he would like to take issue with right. some of the things we've just said. No, but to your point, he did go, he did almost bend over backwards to to not take full, any type of responsibility by telling us what kind of a producer he actually is. That he was not the one who hired the people who did the things. It was very much a like, 
I didn't touch any of this. The only thing that I touched was that gun. Which actually was the thing that led to the end of another person's life. So I just, I don't get that. Like, nobody is saying you intentionally meant to kill this woman. Right. But she died. And here was another telling thing to me. He talks about the interaction he had with the woman's husband Mm -hmm. and uh, her child who was there. And he does this, you know, wonderful Sort of, and and again, it's not that I don't take Alec Baldwin seriously. I just understand that he's an actor and is very good at calling on emotions mm-hmm. when he needs them, mm-hmm. which probably doesn't just end when he leaves a job, right? right? So, like, I get all that. So, I probably sound a little, you know, like um, careless is not the right word, but a little cynical. It doesn't matter. The interaction he had with the dad was very telling to me because he says to the dad, I'm not sure what to say to you. I don't know what to say. I have no words, um, he said. And I was like, you have no words? And he's, he goes on to say, like, you know, I'm here for whatever you need. If there's anything I can do, you know, like, like all of. The, OK, that sounds great. But like, you have no words. Mm-hmm. You were holding a gun. Right. That ended his wife's life yeah. and the mother of his child's life. Yeah. The guy doesn't think you're res- you did it intentionally. But I just think on a human level, the fact that you couldn't even own something in that yeah, moment. You could have started with I'm sorry. And the yes. I'm sorry does not need to be an admission of guilt or responsibility. Yeah. It is just uh, I'm so sorry that this happened. Yeah. Or. Well, I don't even think that would be enough for my taste because just from a universal, like, you got to right the wrongs in the universe, you were holding the gun. Like, right. I get that accidents happen, and that's a thing Alec Baldwin is going to have to live with the rest of his life. I'm I'm not saying it's a small thing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's a very big thing. But to say I have no words. But is, to, and, and, yeah. and again, he can say that, right? Mm-hmm. He did say that, fine. But that tells me about you, and that tells me about you as a person, mm-hmm. that you were so concerned with not admitting anything in that moment. And again, I'm assuming, but this mm-hmm. is my opinion that you, that you would tell us that in that moment, the best you could offer that man and his child was, I have no words. Yeah, That seems a little like not satisfactory to the series of events that actually put him in to that the position. Moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, we do have words. We have so many Thankfully, words. I think we've many. we've proven that. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to have words with Elizabeth Reese. She's bringing us all the dirt straight from.